Radio Bypass is someone I am sure everyone knows. On the line with us today, we've got Randy Rand from the band Autograph. How are you, Randy? I'm really good. What's up with everybody out there, huh? What's up? Yeah, doing pretty good. You surviving the COVID okay? Yeah, yeah, it's a little bored with it all. But, uh, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, I'm surviving it. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Well, I know you guys have been um, busy trying to uh, get word out about a new single that ties right mm-hmm. into COVID. Um, you got a killer new song. I, I love this track. It's called Souls on Fire. And you released that on May 15th, and you're doing something special with the uh, proceeds for that. You want to tell us about that? Yeah, sure. We, uh, what we want to do is we're going to uh, split the proceeds with uh, Trinity Health of New England for all those beautiful um, nurses and the guys and the girls and everyone that spent 20 hours a day. Um, but, uh, Jimmy Bella, the new guitar player, his, uh, his fiance works for them, and she's been working her butt off for like months now. So we just thought it'd be nice to split split the money with them. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love I love when I see people do things for the right reasons, and that's definitely a great reason to release that song and do that. That's awesome. Oh, cool. Thanks, man. It's uh, as soon as we heard the song, it, it all kind of like blended together. As far as we were concerned, it's like because we're stuck in this world right now. That soul's on fire is burning. It's ready to get out there and, and you know get things done again. So that that's kind of where that all came from. That's cool. Now, is that a track that you were recording going toward a new album? Can we expect a new autograph record? Well, what it was, we uh, just started this. This is the first time Jimmy Bell, uh, the new guitar player, Jimmy Bell, sent something to us. And this is actually before this all happened. Uh-huh. He, he sent us a uh, sent us a guitar riff. And uh, Simon, the singer, just went, oh, my God, this is really good. So we threw some lyrics together. I threw some bass stuff together. Our, our drummer has a studio in California. And we just kind of threw it all together. And then just about the time we were done with it, that's when this COVID stuff happened. Right. So it was like we weren't thinking of doing anything but more than that. But for the first time of writing a song, we come out with that. I'm going, and we've already got like seven other ideas right now. So it's mm. almost obvious we're going to have an album. Almost obvious. Good. I'm glad to hear that because your last record, um, Get Off Your Ass, was uh, quite good, too. Um, and I know, like you said, you do have a new guitar player since that one was recorded. So I think it would be great to get your newest member on record here. Yes, it is. It's, uh, it's, it's, been, it's been fun. And, and Steve Rowe, guitar player, just wanted to move on to do something else. And, you know, kudos to him because we're all not kids anymore. If you want to, you know, do a couple more things before you. You go to the, the dirt grave, you might as well go do it. You know what I'm saying? It's fun. Yeah, sure, sure. And and you guys all kind of did something different for a little while. Autograph kind of had a break, and I understand you were into making leather goods? Oh, God, yeah. I was I was a leather accessory crazy man. Um, <laughs> it was a, a company called World Critter, and I made – well, first I started off just making Indian jewelry in, in L.A., and then I went on to making belts, and I started making guitar straps for all my friends like Nikki Six and Guys and Sticks and all that stuff. And then uh, I ran into a guy who wanted to start a dog collar company. Mm-hmm. And I said, I never thought of that. So we went to a high-end dog collar company, and that lasted like 17 years. That is wild. And, and you, I know. And you, and you were selling some of your stuff or working for oh, or yeah, no, with oh, yeah. uh, Harley-Davidson as well? Yeah, but I, I get uh, Easy Rider and Harley-Davidson uh, for a while. So I did that for uh, two or three years. 
And that was before I started, uh, me and my uh, business partner started uh, World Quitter before, because as, I just ran out of time to do things with everyone. Because I was filling uh, catalogs of uh, belts and stuff with Harley Davidson and Easy Rider. Now, is that something you, you started doing uh, post autograph when it was, when the band was on a break, or had you done that previously in your life? <laughs> no, I, I didn't. <laughs> when autograph stopped, I had no other means of money. Uh-huh. So I have, a, I have an Indian heritage, a little bit of Cherokee Indian heritage, and I always kind of played with leather all my life. And then I ran into this guy. Um, who was doing accessories for all the videos for the rock bands. Nikki right. kind of showed me how to, how to do it all, and I just kind of loved it. And But at the end of it all, I didn't like the smell of leather anymore. I was done with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a pretty uh, pretty cool way to reinvent your career, I guess. It, it's, it's definitely different. It I'm sure you're glad to be back playing rock and roll, though. Oh God, you have no idea, my friend. <laughs> as far as I was, as far as I was concerned, I was never going to do anything but that. But you know, the world sometimes takes a weird turn on you. But that, it's, it's okay, man. It, it seems so much clearer now that I'm older. Than you know, I don't have all the the drug haze and alcohol haze and right. the, not sleeping for four or five weeks at a time because you're in a bus. It's, sure. I don't know. I don't know how we even wrote any good songs back in those days. To tell you the truth, but, <laughs> we did. <laughs> that's funny well well yeah i mean i'm sure i'm sure you're writing better now with a clear head it is and and plus with uh, jimmy coming in it's, it's kind of a new look he's heavier than than uh, steve was heavy guitar player because he played with uh geezer and played with uh, so many freaking people and of course house of lords right that, that new album is good too their new album just came out and that's good too Jimmy, Jimmy we, just didn't know how to be bad. He just didn't know how to be bad. So, so Jimmy was on this uh, most recent House of Lords record as well? Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh-huh. And what's, Take a busy boy. What's, um, what's the plans for Autograph now? Is, is, uh, um, I know things are starting to loosen up maybe a little bit um, yep. down the road for uh, bands being able to play. You guys got anything on the horizon? As a matter of fact, we're flying to... Uh, Colorado uh, on Friday. I'm going to go play an outdoor gig there. Oh, really? So this, that, this Friday? Yeah, mm-hmm. is this Friday. But we're actually playing on Saturday in uh, Golden, Colorado. How, how are they setting that up? Are they doing a, a parking outdoor, lot thing? It's, out, with, with, it's an outdoor concert. Yeah, outdoor concert. So you got a lot of room. Everyone can you know, set it up. So it's a little a step at a time right now is what it is. That's pretty cool. Are, but are people going to have to stay by their cars or are they setting up? No, no, no. Working? no they, just setting up tables six feet apart from each other. They got to have their damn masks on in yeah. between the sips of the, uh, of the margaritas. You know? uh, I don't know. We, we, as, as, it, as this world goes right now, I don't know if it's going to get worse or it's gonna, not going to get worse. All I know is if we don't go forward a little bit right now, people are going to lose their minds and lose their jobs and lose everything. Oh, and without it's just, a doubt. We, we, yeah, we got to try it. We all got to try it. I, I haven't got sick. I've never, I've never worn a mask in my life. And I know that's really bad to tell people and stuff, but <laughs> I just haven't. But I do stay away from people. <laughs> right. Well, we haven't had much of a choice but to stay away from people. So. Oh, I know, I know. And most of the stuff was closed there for so long that there was nowhere to go. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, just recently, you know, I'm in the Chicago area, and just recently things are starting to open up. A little bit again, but it still isn't back 100% by any means. Um, and, and, I mean, I'm in Georgia and they opened it up and it's still not all the way open either. The gyms aren't, most of the gyms are still closed, and, but you can get your haircut and your nails done. 
Right. <laughs> you right. Know? Yep. And uh, most of the rest, most of the restaurants now are open, especially ones that have outdoor seating. So it, it feels a little more normal now. Good. That's good. Yeah. Like I say, we're on that track too right now, but no live concerts that I know of yet. They had canceled all our big summer things that we have here, Lollapalooza and Blues Fest and all that. And I haven't heard of any um, shows like what you're doing um, being done in this area yet anyway. So hopefully the Chicago area will follow suit and we'll come up with some kind of plan like Colorado's doing then. That would be awesome. Well, we, um, we had to cancel like I think 10 of our festivals, 15 of our festivals. So mm-hmm. that's, that would even go, that even drove us a little more crazier, but at least they weren't canceled. They were postponed. Right. So a lot of stuff in, a lot of stuff in England, some stuff in Puerto Rico, some, some really fun gigs. Mm-hmm. We went, oh, and, and then they said, no, we're going to, we're going to reschedule it. So that's, it's, it's all going to be okay. Eventually. That's, that's all I can smell in the air. Right. Do you, do you guys have now from all these changes, do you have a, a, a heavier schedule in 2021? Yeah, we got a bunch of stuff in 2021 already. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Well, that's good. I bet you you're really looking forward to Saturday then. Dude, you don't know. <laughs> I've been sitting in my little room just rehearsing with my own tapes, my DVT, <laughs> my tapes of us playing live, so I wouldn't forget how to play. Because the last time I played was like February uh, February 8th on that cruise, MRIC cruise. And gotcha. that's the last time I played live. So I, I wanted to make sure I could still play. So I'm getting yelled at by my neighbors because I like to stand and sing really loud. And I'm in a townhouse, <laughs> so I got people on both sides of me. They go, dude, I go, I'm bored. Come on, let, let me sing. <laughs> yeah, I promise I won't do it way late into the night. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. Um, how it's got to feel to be able to get to play. And I'm really glad to hear that because a lot of musicians I've spoken to so far, most of them don't know when their next gig will be live. So um, that's pretty, you're pretty fortunate. I think that you're getting the opportunity to do that. Well, what it was, it was, uh, it was um, supposed to be the freedom fest in golden. Uh, it's a, a biker uh, uh, soldiers event, you know, for like wounded soldiers and stuff. Yeah. But that had, that had like 10 bands in it and it was going to go for three days. And the city council said no. So this guy, the promoter, because he just for some reason really likes us, and he goes, "You guys feel like going and playing a, you know, at, at this uh, this big outdoor club?" And on uh, the twenty, and before you even said anything, I said, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we will, we will play." So, uh, so we're like headlining this uh, this little thing that's called uh, Freedom Fest Mini now. So it's, we were shocked that they did it too, because we have we have another ten gigs coming up soon, and I don't know how many of them are going to get to go to. Right. Right. Well, that's very cool. So autograph moving on in 2020, getting ready to play a live gig again. That's great. And then um, for people that might not know uh, my audience, um, the current lineup, just to be certain of autograph right now, is Simon Daniels, yourself, mm-hmm. of course, Jimmy Bell mm-hmm. and Mark Wyland, right? Yep. That's, that's us. It's the four piece crazy boys. Gotcha. No more keyboards. I didn't want him in the first band. <laughs> That's my problem. So I, I, I probably, I was probably a catalyst for not having keyboards. It just, I'm a bass player. Keyboards get into every tone that I play. <laughs> That's right. insane. <laughs> when they go down to the, the low bottom end on, on the keyboards, I can't compete with that. Sure. It used to drive me insane. <laughs> so I don't want keyboards. I got two guitar, guitar players. That's fine. That's good enough. Because Simon's a hell of a guitar player too. 
hell of a singer, a hell of a writer, and a hell of a guitar player. Yeah, great, great vocals. I mean, both on you know that last record and this new single, it's been awesome. I, I, I know I'm really looking forward. I really hope you guys do get. Um, besides Souls on Fire, I hope you do get enough to put together a whole new record because uh, I think this this track is so strong. Souls on Fire that I can only imagine, you know, if you guys keep at it, what a whole record will turn out like. I'm sure it'll be stellar. It's uh, I, I, We're excited too, trust me, because we couldn't believe how good the first one came out. And it was with pretty little effort too. And just that day, we all was, was almost the same mindset about everything, even down to how we produced it. And our, our, our drummer engineered it and like did all that plus in, in his little studio. That's awesome. So that helps too. Yeah, that helps too. <laughs> when you got a drummer that's an incredible engineer for his own studio. Yeah, that's pretty mm-hmm. good. All right, it is. Okay, well, awesome. Well, what else is going on, Randy? What else uh, should we know about Autograph Twenty Twenty? Well, plan on doing this as long as we possibly can. Um, I'm really stoked with with the new lineup. Um, it's just Autograph Three, <laughs> version number three, right, and. Uh, it's fun to carry on, carry on the name and uh, to try and, you know, like you keep saying about that, we already have so many other songs getting ready to be written. I'm almost positive we'll have an album out. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that myself, too. Good. Good. Yeah, I can't wait to hear it. And for people listening, if you didn't hear the last autograph record, get off your ass, uh, get off your ass and get it because it's really a solid record <laughs> through and through. Oh, thank you very much. That, that was like a, our first... Uh, our first delving into um, a, a new, you know, a new record for a bunch of us and get off our ass. That was just one of those kind of fun songs that just came out of nowhere. And still today, one of my favorite songs to play live. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, as many times as I've listened to the record over the last, you know, three years, two and a half years, whatever that, believe it or not, is still my favorite track from it. <laughs> oh, mine too. By far mine too. Mine too. Really. It's, it's like we went, Oh wait, we're going to put the best song on the first, track well that's what we're gonna do fuck it yep. <laughs> i mean oh, sorry What's it? Well, you're supposed to do that though at least that, that was old school anyway you always wanted to have your strongest track as the first one on side a of your album so you know it, it works. exactly so people so at least people would listen to the rest of the album exactly <laughs> exactly so nothing wrong it's like with turn, that no like turn up the radio was stuck in the middle because it's a record company never wanted to put that damn song out so we were, we were so glad we fought for that song. So just it, it, back in those days, it was a fight for everything. So it, it was very bizarre. And you know, mentioning Turn Up the Radio, I had once heard, and I never obviously had the opportunity to ask you this before, but was that that song, there was two things that I used to hear about that I always wondered if it was true. Number one, was it one of the last songs that you guys wrote during that period for doing that record? And two, was it true that that wasn't a song you guys initially were that crazy about? Well, first of all, they, we needed two more songs to do our first album. And so we were just writing stuff. And uh, uh, Turns the Radio turned out from me and the drummer were doing like, remember the song Feels Like the First Time from Foreigner? Sure, of um, course. Um, we were just doing that riff, um, me and the drummer. And then Lynch came out and started doing his guitar part. Tell you the truth, it took 45 minutes to write that damn song. The lyrics took a little bit later, but the song took like 45 minutes to write. Right. And so, no, we loved that song. <laughs> that's no we we wanted that on the record and they didn't want it and we said no we're putting that one on and they fought us fought us fought us and then next thing you know it's you know charting <laughs> and they weren't yelling at us anymore 
Good. Well, yeah, and obviously, look what the song's done. I mean, all these years later, people still know that song. It still gets attention, you know, and it's still a great anthem. Hair Nation, but I, in the nineteen eighty four, we were number two of the most played in nineteen eighty four on on the, the stations. Oh, really? I mean, that's insane. <laughs> and we're still in the top one hundred of all time um, anthems. So there's nothing wrong with any of that. That's just way too cool. Yeah, for sure. That's what I think too. I, I, plus, I thought it was a great song, you know, uh, just all the way through. I, and it's probably, I probably would like, um, and I know you had a live version of it, but I probably would like the way you do it now without the keyboards even more. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little heavier. <laughs> Let's yeah. put it that way. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. And being an old radio guy that used to do a radio show, you know, we used to play that song, of course, a lot. Um, you, uh-huh. couldn't, you couldn't have wrote a better song for people in the radio business either. But they, they were the, the DJs brought us up to the charts, and I'm not kidding you, uh, because RCA did not push that, didn't even push our video. But what happened is DJ after DJ after DJ after DJ had that as their ent- entrance song to the shows. Yeah. And so next thing you knew, everyone went, what's that song? What's that song? What's that? And then boom, because it took six months for it to take off. Well, the, the way you guys did the chorus, I mean, it just couldn't have been better. You know, it just had that no, great feel and instantly well, memorable. <laughs> uh, exactly. We, we knew it was the 80s, so we didn't want to put too many words in the chorus. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, that was a good choice, Randy. Yeah, thank you, sir. <laughs> no problem. Okay, well, I won't uh, let you run into overtime here. I won't keep you, but I'm really glad that you came by Radio Bypass today and um, t- to talk about the band a little bit and, of course, the single. And, again, it, the, the newest single from Autograph, if you guys haven't checked it out. Uh, I've played it on the show before. I will also add it to this interview so you can hear it again if you or for the first time if you missed it the last time. But the new single is called Souls on Fire. You can get it on Bandcamp, and I'm assuming probably anywhere you download music. These yeah, days, right? I, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's on all, all the places now. It's only on Bandcamp for the first two weeks, and then it went to everybody else after that. So there you go. If you're an iTunes person or whatever, download it. Do something good with your money because uh, this will help out those nurses, like Randy was saying, at uh, Trinity Health in New England, and you get a mm-hmm. rocking, awesome track to listen to. So well worth the money spent. <laughs> Well, and turn that one up too, man. It's like all of autograph stuff. You just crank the stuff because it sounds better loud. There you go. You hear that, people? Play it loud. Randy Rand says so. Because if it's too loud, you're too old. Yes, that's right. And no matter how old we get, it'll never be too loud, right? We're from that era. We're from that era. <laughs> For sure. All right, Randy, thank you so much for dropping by Radio Bypass, and good luck with your gig on Saturday. Well, thank you so much, Ralph. Appreciate it, man. So there you have my conversation with autograph founding bassist Randy Rand. It was great to talk to him, and now I want you to hear the song we were talking about, the main song we were talking about, which is Souls on Fire. That is the single that they just released on May 15th, and that is going out, uh, proceeds is going out to benefit Trinity Health of New England. So if you dig this tune, please go download a copy of it for yourself and uh, know that your money is going to do some good with Trinity Health in New England. And then um, after I play Souls on Fire, I'm going to follow it up with a song that we also talked about during the interview, which is the title track of the last full autograph album, 
get off your ass. So I'll have that in there too to wrap this up. So again, thanks to Randy Rand for stopping by Radio Bypass and telling us what's happening with Autograph. They actually have a live gig on Saturday. That's uh, pretty amazing right now. Not too many musicians can say that at this point in time. So uh, good for you, Randy. And uh, again, thanks for stopping by. And thanks for checking out this interview. And now check out some brand new music from Autograph with Souls on Fire. Divine! 